He didn't slam you. He didn't bump you. He didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And rubbing son is racing. And welcome everybody to Locked On iRacing. We are up to episode number 2021, season two, week 13. That is it, people. We're in the final week of season two. Technically, we've recorded this and we've actually started season three this morning. We've got a little bit to talk about of that today. But welcome to week 13, Braden Martin. How are you going? Not too bad, not too bad. Just uh, finally feeling like I'm almost completely recovered over this uh little cold and stuff so it's nice to be able to breathe somewhat normally and have a relatively normal voice well as normal yeah. as it can be yeah we had the neighbor's kid over today and he was coughing and spluttering everywhere i kicked him out of the house very quick smart and then broke <laughs> the house of glenn 20 i'm not getting that stuff uh but i am peter wilco wilkinson and this is like i said locked on iRacing podcast the news and episode news and results episode uh if you haven't checked it out uh, we got reese gardner last week with uh, in the interview episode, went up on Saturday, go check that out, there's a really good episode, really good stuff on there to, to listen to. Uh, we've also got the Locked On Lads Man Cave podcast, if you want to go check that out for all your other general gaming, meat, and all the other, other things that we talk about on there, I don't even know what we talk about most of the time. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe and review the podcast if you can. Jump into our Discord, lockedonlads.com slash Discord, or it's in the show notes. Go click on that little link and go straight into our Discord and... Join in the fun that is happening over there. And don't forget, we support Ultimate Dirt TV and also now Aussie Car Formula Vs. We are sponsoring both of these things, so go check them both out because they are both really, really cool things. But enough of that. Oh, no, no, one more thing. Locked on lads on Facebook. Go check it out. It's definitely like and follow that. That is really good stuff over there. But let's get into what we've been racing slash watching, which is basically just racing at the moment. Braden, mate, what have you been up to for the last week since I talked to you last? Yeah, um, obviously no Aussie car last week, so didn't have a race to participate in. Um, but that didn't mean that I couldn't uh, jump in and do uh, some racing over the last week, which was nice. Obviously, the long weekend helped out um, and work started to die down a little bit. So I did a whole heap of V's uh, races basically over the weekend. So... Uh, some at Lime we're Rock. The Battle of the Little Wings. Is that what you did? No, the shiny new one. So just the V's, um, V's only. Oh. So yeah, not the Little Wings battle with the multi class. Um, I went to go jump in one in a Skippy, um, but there was like six cars registered. And I was like, okay, well, this is pointless. So uh, yeah, so I think that I did some at Lime Rock. I did some at uh, Charlotte Roval. Um, I also did a little bit of secret testing, uh, for some people in some V races, which was really fun. Um, and I actually streamed a whole heap of them. So, uh, yeah, some of them went really, really well. The first race in a V I jumped into actually, um, <laughs> uh, came third, um, and it was a three-way finish for third, for third, fourth, and fifth. Um, we were covered by about, uh, I was less than a 10th of a second between the three of us, which was really cool. Uh, but then definitely had some absolute shockers. Uh, if you go back and watch any of my streams from the last couple of streams, you um, <laughs> that, see what I mean. Is... Yeah, I was second place in one of them. And I don't know what this guy was doing. He was uh, driving down that little short shoot um, on Charlotte before you take the right-hander on that sh- uh, weird, weird roval uh, track. And he was just off in the grass in the left-hand side. Then all of a sudden just decided to drive back onto the middle of the track. Like his car was completely damaged. He said he had no steering. I'm like, well, why are you driving? Um, and exactly. yeah, I had no a button. I was having a really good battle with um, Russ Marsh, uh, former Aussie car driver, uh, yep. for, for second place. Um, and Cameron Dance was in that one in, I think he was first, but I think he might have had a, he might have had a crash. Maybe I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, we're having a really good battle, battle there, which was really awesome. Um, and then apart from that, I've been trying to get my head around uh, Circuit Gillies Villeneuve for Aussie Car this week, as that's where we're heading. Um, so I've put in a fair few laps there. Uh, not to much avail, to be honest. It's been, if, shout out to Nathan Verney, who remember this moment. Uh, if you remember my mental breakdown trying to learn the Nürburgring, where I was just <laughs> yeah. about ready to throw the whole sim out the outside and let it rust <laughs> outside. Uh, I was getting pretty close to that point, not able to break into the 154s. Um, 
In fact, I did a 155 flat, as in actually flat, like zero, 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 <laughs> uh, just yep. just to rub it in. And then I finally, finally got all the corners together. I was about four and a half tenths up on that lap, and I ran out of fuel coming through the final chicane and just coughed my way over the line and didn't make it. So it was very frustrating. But did a few good laps tonight. So hopefully, hopefully we can keep that going for the race. How about you? What have you been doing? You jumped into anything new? I went away to Gold Coast on the weekend, so that's right. I made it a super long weekend, so I didn't get to do a lot of racing. Now I had a thing, a couple of things lined up. Actually, was on the Gold Coast. I did a full lap around Gold Coast uh, Street Circuit just to, just to get a feel of it again and show the boy. And he was all absolutely excited. I'm like, here's the start road grid. There's the pits. There's <laughs> the start finish line. Here's where McLaughlin put it on his side, and here's you know all the way around. So he absolutely loved that. Um, but yeah, in in the sim, I, I, what, I only had one more MPR to get to um, have a crack at my A A license for ovals. So I went to do one of them. I sat down. I saw the battle for the little wings, and I'm like, I'll just have a quick go. I'll just have a have a little go of these Vs, see what they're like for content for the podcast, and um, qualified sixth or something or other. Had a few laps. Was was battling my way through the field. Actually, doing really well. Getting up towards the podium end and. Three or four laps in, a guy decides he's already a lap down. I'm three wide coming down the straight. This is Lime Rock with the first chicane in, and I'm three wide. I've come from, I've got the massive draft down the straight. I'm going to go deep under brakes and get up basically from fifth in the third. And a dude pulls out of the pit lane, and I've got nowhere to go. So I've got to then see him on the brakes, let him go in we do a lap he's in amongst us another couple two laps in amongst us and then he just loses it in turn one and takes out like three of us um in this massive battle for the podium um had to tow which was like a minute oh oh, minute seven fifteen or seventeen or something rather from the first turn which really hurt fast repair so that was okay and then battled my way back with everyone crashing out to seventh i think it was out of a field of 24 in the mixed class but it wasn't mixed class it was every single one was a v because we're so far down the splits but set the second fastest lap of the race which was pretty good and that was my first time in the v's and even in qualifying i didn't really have the understanding of the car just yet uh so it was good to get to that point in the race and um so then went, oh, I've got the bug for this i'll jump in again we won't worry about my npr i'll just get my a next next season uh, and um, how are you finding that? the V's? Do you like them? I really like them. Um, so compared to the Skippy, I I can gun it off the start in a V. Um, I am like significant, like Skippy. Okay, cool. You hold down second clutch, foot to the floor, lift second yeah, clutch, of, and you all go off at the same pace. You yeah, can't do of, that in the V. Or you've got to, time. Yeah, you got to manage throttle. You've got to all this kind of stuff and you've got to really play with the grip and i went from i was sixth in in a race today and by the first corner i was third yeah uh, and gapping the people behind me it was just a really good feeling to get these things off the line one far of, more than a, than a skippy one of the races i did at charlotte i qualified pole and i was a, uh, qualified a second faster than second so i was like brilliant i'm actually going to get off the start be able to get in run my own race i'm clearly faster than everyone in the in the race at the moment so i might actually pull off a win bogged down off the start ended up sixth <laughs> ended up about yep. fifth or sixth got crashed into in turn two <laughs> so yeah look and it, <laughs> I was like, it's oh, so great. much it's it's and that's what i like it the, the start actually means something it's just another aspect of the race yeah. that, that the v's bring into it i i'm a lot better under these under colds because they're just not as skatey on, mm. on colds uh they are skatey but they're nowhere near like the Skippy. So obviously everything I've learned in the Skippy, I'm enjoying bringing back to the Vs and it's it's making things a lot easier in the Vs. I don't... Um, I'm, I'm, what's that? Oh, I don't mind them. I, I just find them a little, I don't know, like a bit bland. I don't know. They're just a bit yeah. a bit nothing for me. And I don't know if it's the, the lightness of the steering or the fact that you basically use two gears the whole, the whole track. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely... I see the appeal. One thing I think, I think they're going to be amazing for rookie class drivers to learn racecraft yeah. in early. Like you can't really bang doors like you can in an MX-5 and, you know, be the yeah. lucky one that gets away with no damage and it's going to teach a lot of good racecraft. Um, 
But yeah, I don't know. I can't see myself committing to a season of, of them. I, I didn't enjoy them that much. Um, yep. But I guess each to their own. Maybe I'm, I'm, enjoying I'm just bitten by the Skippy the... cult and I can't leave. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the, the draft and these things too. Like that's the other big part is you can get a draft for about two seconds out, mm. which is really good. So you can be a second off the pace and still keep up with the person in front as long as you don't make mistakes. Um, and it's just, for me, running lines, as you said, it's only two years. It's three and four. I can get out of... I'm, I'm hitting the, the rev limiter in second gear coming out of the pits at Lime Rock at 56Ks an hour because you can't just can't stay in first very long. Uh, and you can't even stay in second very long. And especially if you're, you're downshifting, don't go to second at all unless you're going almost um, snail pace. It's Otherwise, you, you lock her up and, and spin around. But... I'm just I'm enjoying the simpler parts of it and a little bit more nuanced stuff with like I said the um, throttle management and um, especially around Laguna Seca which I'll talk about in a sec it, it, I'm not using the brake anywhere near as much as what I thought I would be you can definitely take the foot off the accelerator and turn the steering wheel pretty hard and it grips and and that's all you really need to do it's just a matter of lifting a certain amount or the right amount and and turning it at the right time and I'm enjoying that part of it, which I hopefully will take the Skippy and I'll actually be a better Skippy driver, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, but I think at this stage, I'm going to commit to the, the season. I've already done one race for, for the week one. Not a great result, but it definitely um, showed promise. But yeah. we'll get back to the Battle of the Little Wings. I went back in for race two straight away instead of going after my A license and um, qualified first with about half a second on the rest of the Vs. And I'm like, here we go get it off the line. I've got three skippies in front of me and I get off the line. I'm up next to the third place skippy by the first turn at Lime Rock. And um, then I'm like, okay, I'll let him pass. I won't battle for him. I've got a gap on the guys behind me. It's okay. And then they're skating around everywhere and I'm dodging and weaving. I'm I'm right next to the first place skippy. I've overtaken the other two skippies. And then all of a sudden... (laughs) <laughs> Formula Renault 2.0 has just gone straight over the top of me. <laughs> Absolutely ramped me and sent me off into the wall before the chicane uh, on the first lap. <laughs> just yeah, Audible, I had to actually say, oh, really? <laughs> over the microphone, I'm just like, well, okay, whatever. Toe back, do it. I come back out, race, and I made a couple mistakes, silly mistakes because I was frustrated and, and got... I still got like eighth or ninth or something rather. Yeah. It was good because in the battle for the little Vs, you had to do a fuel stop in there as well. But because I crashed so early, I couldn't. I was fuel saving the rest of the lap, trying because I had to, I chucked in one liter. That's all I could chuck in for that first lap. Yeah, and um, I tr- I tried to to fuel save, but I couldn't quite. I had to pit on the last lap uh, just to top her up to get around. Um, and it it it, yeah, it was good fun. Um, it was chaos though, obviously with the faster cars going through and that. That's what that's what what ruined me but um definitely got the bite from that and and wanted to do more went away for holidays and um got back today did some stuff with ira if you go check out a youtube channel we've got a driver's school video up uh so go check out uh, locked on lads yt on on youtube and you can see the first episode of that which is pretty cool 20 minute video about bits and pieces but then straight after that i jumped into laguna saker instead of going and practicing my skippies Mm -hmm. um did Laguna Seca and qualified sixth and sixth or seventh. Like I said, got the third by the first corner and was battling well in third and then lost a little bit of speed because someone kept on trying to shut the nose down on like turn four or five and then got to the kink going up the hill and this guy's got his nose on my inside and he wouldn't give it up. Like, yeah, here we go. So I had to go wide on that, lost speed, lost momentum. He lost momentum. We've been overtaken by three cars going up to the top of the hill. <laughs> and then there's three, we've almost three wide going down, down the corkscrew. And I'm, this is A, nuts, and B, it's slowing us down so much. And um, let them go a little bit, battled away, just sat that one and a half seconds back, which was towing me along perfectly fine. Um, they got to about two and a half seconds, but then they started battling again, which then meant I got back onto the toe again at two seconds and... and then on the last corner, two of them, the guy who was putting his nose down at the, the uh, kink, he spun and took the guy out with him. So I got past them, sat in fourth, going around really well, 
three seconds ahead to second and third battling as well. So I'm, I'm catching like a tenth every now and then on them. And then just got to the kink and and just turned in a little too hard, a little too early, and just lost it a little bit and spun it side, spun it around. Uh, no damage, just lost four places back to eighth, and then had a really good battle with the guy in front of me. Just I had more speed than him, especially in three of the corners, but I couldn't quite get the run and um, came to the last lap and sort of I checked myself up trying to get past him at one stage and. Um, that was the end of it so we were like half a second apart if that i did have to uh, laugh how eight. you lose speed going up the hill at laguna Seca in yeah. the <laughs> i did um a little session with yeah. leon a little race that he put up and it was just yeah, yeah it was funny literally like watching my speed go slightly down it basically holds or loses a couple of kilometers yeah. but <laughs> it was just yeah it was just funny yeah, it sits around that 131, 130k an hour and then sort of just hovers around that mark. And if you come in too fast, it goes back to that. So if you come in too slow, it actually goes up to about 131 is what, what it seems to like going up the hill at. But uh, but even yeah, the corkscrew, you're going down through that in third. Um, feels weird. The final corner you do in third. Um, it's, it's a strange little car to drive, but I enjoyed the seven laps I did around Laguna Seca. And as you know, Laguna Seca is not a very good... Um, uh, spot for me and <laughs> I to to I got four X on it. Um, one was loss of control with the kink, and the other ones were just two slide off tracks trying to get past this guy and lost I rating, lost safety rating, but um, not too substantial. But yeah, little twelve lap races just just felt too short in the officials. But you know that's what it's about. There was no chance of coming back. I like the twenty five minute lap, uh, twenty five minute races we're doing. Yeah, so I did in some in that testing I did with um, uh, tracks. Uh, we did fifteen minute races, and they felt too long in the V. Oh, did they? Yeah, to me it felt too long, especially if you weren't battling with anyone, because the car, yeah. like I said, was a bit bit bland. Um, fifteen minutes felt too long. Problem- I actually enjoyed the twelve minutes. That felt about right for me for that car. Okay, yeah, because it was twelve cars. That was the problem. I think if it had been fifteen minute races and twenty four car fields, it would have been better. Um, or a shorter track would have been the other thing as well. But yeah, I I, I enjoyed my V's and um, I've got to now pull myself away from and, and learn Skippy's um, <laughs> for forty eight hours time for when we debut season eight. And um, one other still thing, seeing what I can do tomorrow night. But well, yeah. one other thing happened. I don't know if you watched any of Indy being away. I tried to watch some Indy car. Um, Belle Isle. They do to go to Belle Isle. Did you see? I forget his name, and I really should have had. Uh, a bit more preparation and know oh, what mate, I was talking it's about. Oh, mate, fire? No, uh, not Roman Grosjean. That was pretty, pretty well, not funny, but interesting to see as well. But did you see the guy yeah. who coming onto the right hand of that send you onto that back straight, his throttle got pinned and just sent him no, straight into the wall and he hit it so hard, he pushed the concrete barrier over. Wow. Um, yeah, and it was weird as well because he downshifted. It seemed like the car was going to slow. Normally, it would automatically happen as soon as you go to slow the throttle, throttle would pin. Um, but yeah, yep. throttle got caught. It just went straight on and just sent him straight into the wall. It was um, pretty pretty wow. scary stuff. Um, but obviously, yeah. yeah, Scotty Mack didn't have a good weekend. And to be honest, I found the racing quite boring around there, uh, disappointingly. Yeah. It's one of those tracks, like it's not like it's it's a street track for starters and it's like that Monaco where it's it's not really wide enough for an IndyCar to be doing too much overtaking in and safely anyway, so... Yeah, so yeah. should we get into some results? Yeah, let's do it, why not? Uh, this week's results are brought to you by Locked On Lads Discord. Uh, check it out, lockedonlads.com slash Discord gets you in there, all kinds of cool stuff in there at the moment. I think every channel is just about going crazy at the moment. Uh, a lot of E3 chalk in there as well with the new Horizon uh, getting announced. A whole heap of memes, memsies, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and then there's some little secret channels uh, that uh, for, for our Locked On Racing that is uh, going a little bit crazy at the moment as well. But yeah, check that out. Let's get into the news part of the podcast. Oh, yes. Which... Sorry, skipped the gun there, didn't I? <laughs> I know, I just... <coughs> oh, pardon me. I need that cough button. I need to be able to um, yeah, get rid of that. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so week 13. 
what was your highlights? Did you pick out anything that you wanted to test in particular besides the V's? I know we just spent a whole lot of time talking about V's. Anything else from the week 13 that you had a crack at? I really only tested the V's, um, basically. I wanted to jump on. I bought Red Bull Ring, but never ended up jumping into it to do a race. Um, I watched a few races uh, from some streamers racing um, and things like that. And man, that looks like a real fun track to drive. Um, yep. And the t- the short layout that was run, um, I think I was watching Mitch McLeod do a GT3 race around there, I reckon, on the short track. And it looks really, really great. Um, so I'm looking okay. forward to jumping out and having a go at that. Uh, I did download Chicago Street Circuit because uh, that was where the skippy was for that day that I wanted to do the Battle of the Little Wings before I realized there was yep. like four people uh, registered and jumped out. Um, track was interesting. It was it was tricky. Um, it was just very street circuity. Um, yeah. was wasn't too exciting. wasn't too too thrilled with that. Um, but I'm sure it'll come up with some decent racing once you actually get there and rather than just turning laps around there. Um, yep. Any other highlights? Not really. Probably, did you do probably... any mud skipping? Oh, I did. Only a real short amount in a practice session. Um, and I felt I think I was all right with it. <laughs> I was actually surprised. <laughs> uh, it's weird. It like yeah. it, it tries to turn you, like as you're putting your foot down, it tries to basically steer you right, and then all of a sudden it tries to steer you left. But it was yeah. actually pretty fun to drive. Like... I think it would be hard. Yeah, I see. I think it would be hard to race, especially in a big field. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in terms of just turning laps, it was it was actually pretty fun. I think I did the session that was at USA International. I think. Yep. Um, but yeah, I should have jumped in a race and did one, but it it was fun. I actually, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. Um, yeah. trying to think of any other highlights. Probably just that three way finish for third place in the first V race I did. That was probably probably the highlight. That yep. was that was good fun. Um, Did you notice anything with the tire walls on the skippies or anything like that yet? Not really. I've, I mean, I've hit the wall plenty of times practicing at Circa <laughs> uh, uh, Gilles Villeneuve or whatever it is. Um, nailed so, it, nailed it. so I mean, I haven't burst any tires. No side walls exploded on me, or haven't got any punctures okay. or anything like that. So, not yet. Um, but. Yeah, I haven't noticed any real, real differences. So as long as I haven't made it worse, that's the main thing, I guess. Yep, I haven't been to Spa or Red Bull Ring to check out the off tracks yet, but um, no, neither. Be interested to have a crack at that eventually. Um, but yeah, look, that I didn't even get a chance to do mudskipping once again. I was going to do that, and then all of a sudden, it was a I hadn't didn't own the track. It was at that day, and yep. um, I was then just jumped back in the V. So. It's a shame. I did a bit of a few laps in Bristol today, actually, on dirt, just trying to get some some footage for something. And um, yeah, I, I, exactly what you're saying. You, you, you all of a sudden you, you go on right, and then all of a sudden it, you you get under control, and then all of a sudden you feel safe, and then you, it's all of a sudden it starts pulling left, and yeah. then it starts pulling. Yeah, it's it's a weird one, but yeah, enjoyable. Um, so let's move on to the preview for Odyssey Car Skip Barber. Season 8 coming up, as we've mentioned a couple of times. And also V Season 1, just quickly, uh, so this to Ira today, it's 39 people registered for uh, Season 8 of the Skips and about 36 at this stage for the V Season 1. So massive fields to start the, the season off. And since some pretty cool deliveries floating around, uh, teams are expanding. I see White Knuckles got two full teams now. Um, and... Uh, the Noodle Squad has come out with uh, Van Diemen <laughs> Racing as well, so there's there's uh, some banter going on. I can tell you that now, and there's a whole mad rush of new Aussie car drivers that are trying to learn the ropes pretty quickly. So, uh, so we had the the training video up today on the YouTube channel from Ira. Uh, but look, what what are you expecting to see from? Let's start with the Skippy Season Eight. <sighs> How many people can win this season? Yeah, well, it's going to be highly contested, I think, uh, that's for sure. Um, I guess I don't know too much about many of the newcomers, so it'll be interesting to see sort of where that sits um, and where they sort of fall into things. Um, Obviously, Alex John has a pretty good chance of going back-to-back. He's super consistent. I think I went back and had a look at his results, and I don't think he finished outside the top five in any race this season. So when you're doing that in Aussie car, um, that's definitely going to help. And especially this season, 
where you're getting that little bit extra for finishing inside the top five, uh, the way the points are yep. structured. So uh, he's definitely going to be up there. I really think his teammate, Alex McKellar, is a bit filthy about last season. I think he Oof. really wants to get to the top of the step. So um, I definitely think he's a good chance. Um, the usual comers, you know, Russell. If Russell can keep a season together consistently and not have some of those Milo moments, we'll call them. Um, I think <laughs> he's a good chance. Uh, and then, you know, we gotta we got to shout out Chasty. He's always there or thereabouts. He just wants that race win. So maybe this That's is the it. season we see a Chasty race win. Um, the floodgates will open then, I reckon. Yeah. If that happens. I agree. It just depends. It's it's going to be a hard one for him because it's not like the season there's a whole heap of, I guess they're Grand Prix tracks, so it, it'll be interesting. If it was a whole heap of tracks he knew for, like, um, obviously Oran Park he's done a lot of, so when we got to there he was definitely a good chance. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, in terms look, of... I think McKellar's a, a pretty big shot. Um, Snell, obviously, as well. Oh, yeah, of course. But... I didn't even mention Ben. Yeah, <laughs> that's just how stacked this field is, isn't it? <laughs> it is. So, look, uh, at this stage, a, a top 20 is uh, is a great result for me personally. Well, um, top 15 is sort of that, that, that celebration mark. Uh, there's just no dreams of getting in the top 10, unfortunately. So Yeah, I was going to say, what, what, what would you like to get out of this season for yourself? Is that, is that the um, goal, the top 20? Sort of mid, mid, literally I'll, mid-pack, I suppose, this season with there being 30. I want to drivers. finish the season top 15 overall. Yep. That would be amazing. Uh, that, that, that's the goal. Um, to get a top 10 result would be great. And I, I'm definitely eyeing off the speedway as, as, as one of the chance to get that. Um, other than that, yeah, look, just have a better season than last season. I've just yeah. got to stop crashing it. <laughs> and I haven't had a very good start to it because I haven't done any practice yet. Yeah, and that is probably the my biggest weakness at the moment. So I think at this stage, yeah, we'll be yeah fifth, top fifteen overall. Um, uh, and yeah, just get one top ten in there somewhere along the lines. What are you looking at? Yeah, um, I think last season I, I sort of set a goal of getting top ten, um, and managed to end up finishing seventh. Um, I don't feel like getting any further up is going to be any easier this season. Uh, that's no. for sure. So as much as I'd love to say, yeah, I really think I've got a good chance of getting top five. Um, although I was top seven last season, I, I feel like I was quite a way off off top five still. Um, and there were some good guys who had some bad results and you know, Ben missed some rounds. So obviously, you know, he would have finished above me if he hadn't have, um, hadn't have missed, missed rounds. So... Uh, I think my goal will be top 10 again. If I can finish inside the top 10, I'll I'll call that a pretty successful season. Um, in terms of my own driving, I just want to try and... I had a really good season a couple of seasons ago where I just stopped making those silly, silly mistakes, uh, whether it's a yep. spin here on colds or, um, yeah, just getting involved in an incident that I really shouldn't have. I, uh, just if I could get rid of those, I, I feel like I could get a top 10, 10 pretty well. Um, I'd love yep. to get back on the podium at some point. So as a little mini goal, somehow <laughs> to get back on the podium uh, somehow uh, would be nice. Uh, I, it's going to take a little bit of luck, that's for sure. I don't think I'm yep. going to be able to do it just off of um, raw speed or talent. <laughs> I'm definitely going to need yeah. a little bit of luck. But uh, that would be like a... If I, can, if I can get a podium this season, something's gone really well. So yeah, top 10 overall would be nice. I'd love to pull off a podium somehow. Um, but yeah, we'll see how we go. Maybe, maybe get back on the podium in the team's championship for Nathan and I, uh, after a couple of seasons off the podium, um, would be, would be a nice goal as well. Yeah, definitely. And I just realized I've got another ace up my sleeve. I'm battling out for the road to 2k. True. Uh, so look, top five in that would be unreal. Um, potentially aiming for a third in that would be would be the the goal but i'd have to be super consistent and that's what i want to be so i need to start putting the laps in and then putting the laps in again and then putting more laps in but yeah that's that's what i'm sort of eyeing off at the moment but let's move on to v's i guess cameron dance is a big standout there he's driven these things before um who else can you see that's gonna pop their their noses out in um the v's 
Yeah, so again, a pretty pretty stacked field. Um with some quick drivers. Uh a few names that I haven't lot of, seen before. Um a lot of names I haven't seen before. Obviously Alex John's gonna be up there as well. Yeah, I'm sure um, both the likes of people like yeah, people like Sean Doyle, um, Jeremy Bush, uh, did I see Dennis Hancock as well. Those ones that sort of sat just outside the in that that the around the ten mark in the skips. Yeah, this is going to be a chance for them to really shine because they can hold hold that draft a lot better in this. Yeah. Um. So so potentially someone like that could start getting a few podiums if they just keep their their noses clean. Yeah. One, uh, one I forgot and, to mention from the skippies who's also in the Vs is Sean McKenzie. I know he's um quite a decent skippy driver. He um he is uh definitely up there in speed and I've had some good races with him in officials before. Um funnily enough, he uh gave me a bit of a rear end in one of the V races in officials during the weekend and <laughs> I had a bit of laugh about it over the comms saying, you know, make sure you don't bring that stuff to Aussie car, Sean. <laughs> As a bit of a yeah. joke. And he actually uh, messaged me on Discord later that um later that day or just, just afterwards saying, Hey, he couldn't actually have a chat because he has a chat ban in in game. But um <laughs> he was saying we're having a having a little chat and he was saying that he's almost saved up enough money to actually buy one of these in real life to run uh oh, in real wow. life. So uh shout out to him uh for first of all making that commitment. That's really cool. Um but maybe yeah. he's gonna have some speed, um maybe some inside knowledge from some people that he knows. So maybe wow. we might see Sean McKenzie up there. I know he listens to the podcast. Uh, so, uh, shout out to him and also, yep. uh, shout out to hopefully being able to get out and do some real racing, uh, in a V, which will be pretty cool. Yes, definitely will be. Um, yeah. So look, I, I think it's, it's such an open field just with those, that extra draft help from all the cars. It's going to be staying clean and, and not stuffing up that first lap in the Vs is, is the important thing. So Good luck to everyone involved. I'm really looking forward to having some locked-on racing cars to support where, one, they're not fighting me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And two, um, I don't have the pressure of being involved in the race. I'm looking forward to being able to sit back and watch the broadcast and um, cheer some of you guys on. So good luck. That's it. We do, like, we have three teams lined up, so looking out to see how they go. Uh, And... The rookie team in Cal and Matthew. Good luck, guys. I really hope you have you enjoy it more than anything else. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, well, interested to see what 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 the fruits of this uh, locked on black sheep racing brings us. So, like I said, Jeremy Bush, I mentioned him before. Very good chance of getting uh, some good results this season in the V's. But let's move on to a few uh, um, series of announcements that happened during the week. So. Uh, SimSpeed has got together with Aussie Online Gaming to uh, announce the Stock Car Racing Asia Pacific, or Scrap League, uh, as they're calling it, which is the truck series that they're going to be heading around. Uh, some oval tracks, and I think by the look of it, one little uh, road track. Now, I got roped into this by one Tim Cornt because he's keen to drive <laughs> it in the Chevy, and we're both getting on the Chevy. He promised me it was every second week, but I'm looking at this draw now, and it's definitely not every second week. It is a <laughs> weekly Wednesday race starting on the third, 30th of June, so I don't know if I'll be able to commit to that just yet. Uh, but they are going to places like Charlotte, Atlanta Speedway, uh, New Hampshire, Richmond. Uh, Ca- Canadian Tire Motorsport Park is the uh, yeah, I saw that. track. Is the, is the racetrack in there? Darlington, Daytona, all things like that. So um, it's a 10-week uh, series, which will end up on the Wednesday, the third, or September 1st. It'll be the last one. They're all round about the 80-lap mark, uh, except for Richmond, which goes out to 115, and uh, Michigan, which is only 65. So keep an eye out for that one if you're keen. They're limiting it to 40 entries. I don't know what they're at at the moment, but yeah, go check them out on Facebook, Australian Online Gaming. They'll have a link there for you to get into. Are you interested in seeing some locked on racing run around in that, Brady? I am always interested in seeing some locked on cars run around, Pete. You know that. It's um that I've been promising to go in the truck soon. We just got to work some stuff out with the podcast. So if I can work it out, I will try and commit to racing in these ones. It's a little bit later start, so we'll see how we go. Yeah, but we're trying to get an one extra that... day or two added to the week each week, just so we can actually do some racing. <laughs> <It'll be> so <laughs> helpful. Um. There, yeah, look, so also tracks are announced this week. It tracks 
Tracks Enduro One, which is the uh, the endurance one-off series that he's put up. Well, the... more so than announced, it was run and completed. Oh, it was too. Yes, sorry, it was run and complete. Uh, so we'll go through the results, I guess, in the results section. But it, it happened, it announced, and everyone joined in and went for it. So uh, that was the one that I was testing. So I have to find. You might have to get the results while I'm talking about a few other things. But uh, what you were testing was Tracks V V FV3 Championship, which is a championship that comes up 60 entries, uh, 15 minute three different short circuits, uh, each 15 minute race. Uh, they're coming up with you get to battle your rivals, uh, which I think you beat your rival in the end or not? Uh, no. So in the little test that we did, I oh, came, came second. Came points, didn't it? Yeah, came down to um, <laughs> off tracks, I think. Incidents, um, yeah. Which meant he beat me, but he came first overall and I came second overall. So we were, um, oh, although although he beat me in the um, rivals battle, uh, we were both on the podium, which was pretty cool. Excellent. Uh, yeah, so if you are interested in battling for Bitcoin, go over and check that one out. Uh, you can definitely um, definitely try and win some money and look the Formula V's as we talked about is uh, yeah a really good one to to run around in a good nice fair fair racing so yeah definitely check that out but that's the most for the results oh sorry the announcements the news updates uh, we are hopefully getting Jamie back on the podcast soon to talk about a bit of uh, his results as well over there. But we'll hopefully next week or the week after we'll start hearing about that as well. Um, so let's move into the results part of the podcast. Not like I said before, but this is the actual results part of the podcast. We have had a massive enduro race happen in the last couple of days. In fact, on Saturday... It was Brayden or Sunday, I can't remember. Uh, it was on Saturday. Saturday. Apex Hunters United, anyway, got together to run the Silverstone Circuit for four long hours, and it came down to 2.35 seconds. It was the, the winning move was made on the last lap um, by Jared Philcell over Shane Van Gisbergen. So... Uh, very, very good finish to that race. So that's Lobs e- Lobs Esport or L O B S Esport number ninety four. Jared Philcell and one famous Brody Kostecki uh, joined together to uh, win that race over Nick Foster and Shane Van Gisbergen. Uh, Pursuit Sim Racing dropped into third, which was Job Stewart and Blake Purdy. So congratulations. That's in the LMP2 class. And I tell you what, that final sort of 30 minutes between (laughs) Jared and Shane um, just going at it in between traffic, in and out of traffic, uh, all the way uh, to the finish line, it was an absolutely mega, mega race. It was so cool to watch. Yeah, definitely. And you've almost felt like Shane had enough skill to hold on, but I don't know whether his tyres just gave way or he just... He actually it was interesting listening to him on the on the interview afterwards. He just sounded like he'd had a blast. Yeah. And um, but he was sitting there talking about how um, he just made a mistake and that he kept on making mistakes going through traffic, picked the wrong way, and and that's what cost him the race in the end. But it's, I thought when Phil Sol got past him, when Jared got past him, I thought he was going to have to battle a bit harder to keep him behind him, but put out that two second gap in the last lap, which um, yeah. And unfortunately, how, how cool for yeah. people to be able to, you know, go in this and say they're racing people like Jared Fieldsell and Brody Kostecki and, um, you know, Shane Van Gisbergen. Like, well, what a thr- yeah. what a thrill to be out on track with that kind of caliber of driver. Um, and just yeah, what a great success! I'm extremely jealous we didn't have a locked on car in there to to uh. To go for so if yeah. there's any, anybody out there that's uh, got the skill to go head to head with these guys or wants to, wants to put the hat in the ring, uh, it's definitely something we'd want to maybe think about getting involved in because oh yeah definitely it's um looks 100%. like a looks like a really cool series. Yes, it is. Uh, so that takes us to the GTE class. Um, Drop Bear Motorsports, which we're going to talk about in a second. Further results in a sec. Corey McFarlane and uh, Daniel Yeaman uh, took that out. Um, pretty convincingly. 
over Logitech G Altus Esports, which mm. was James Scott and Andrew Cal. So uh, well done there. And United Sim Sports GTE got third for Kyle George, Nick Cummings, and Stuart Vaughan. So well done on the podium finishes there. But that's a great effort by Drop Bear Motorsports, to be honest. Um, really done, run done well, Corey and Daniel. There, uh, did you catch any of the the lower lower end in the in that tier at all? Uh, not too much. I only really saw the last sort of thirty minutes of the race um live. Um, and then I sort of just flicked back through bits and pieces afterwards. Um, I was sort of in between From doing my understanding. Things. I think that was a fairly big comeback, especially. I think it was Altus might have been had a. Had to use a fast repair early on, or one of the, the 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 GTE cars anyway had a big incident early on. Had to use safety, uh, use a did, um, did they, fast repair. Did and they have fast repairs? I don't think they would have in an OSR. Yeah, they been. did. Oh wow. Yeah, because um, I remember um, Shane was talking about when he had to, they had to use it in their car as well. Okay. But they definitely had the one to use over the four hours, okay. which was fair enough. Handy for some. Yeah. So then uh, the. GT3 class was pretty comprehensively taken out by Team FA Alonso Kart Australia, um, the full lap ahead of their competitors, uh, Jackson Harlow and Jake Burton. Well done, beating Drop Bear Motorsports coming in second there with Kobe Williams and Tom Wilkinson. Uh, and third was Reese Gukul and Louise Gallen, Louis Gallen um in r1 sim sports shout out uh, to so they uh, were third. jackson susan harlow as well a former aussie car tcr champion yeah uh, really good driver we are good good person to come and talk about uh sim racing and uh real world motor racing as well at some point hopefully love to get him on the yeah podcast. definitely we, we are hopefully uh making moves to get some of these people onto the podcast just to talk about the races and, and results and stuff like that uh, I know we're trying to reach out to people like Daniel um, and, and, and get them on. Uh, and we've also got Cal working on scenes with OSR to try and get some bigger names on there as well. So uh, looking forward to bringing you more comprehensive uh, coverage of the, the next one because, yeah, these are really, really good. Uh, they seem to be really well run and really good um, series so far. So congratulations on everyone involved in getting that one up and running. However... Let's move on to Anne's car, which uh, you'll have to wait till next week to hear about the, the what happened in the trucks the other night, which was amazing. Uh, but here's Carl to talk about the week that was in Anne's car. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Anne's car recap here on Locked on iRacing. I'm Carl Withy, and I'm going to go through some of the results from this past week. The truck series came from Chicago land for round five of season two. Jane Russell took pole position for the race with Jason Martin starting alongside him. The race took a little while to start get to start going, with a few cautions falling early in the session. However, from lap 33 onwards, we saw green flag running, with a cycle of green flag pit stops, which saw Josh Micklemore take the lead from Ryan Jones. After the circle of pit stops happened, Micklemore would hold on to the lead for the remaining 40 laps to bring home the chequered flag. Ryan Jones finishing in second, with Matty Raymond finishing third, Dave Douglas in fourth, Ruben Phelps in fifth. The championship would stay with Foster in the lead, Hetashid in second. Micklemore would move up into third position, 19 points behind the leader. Daniel Hetashid just eight points behind. 29 points down is now Matty Raymond in fourth. Fifth place is Nathan Clark, 32 points off the lead. Jason Martin is sixth, 34 off the lead. James Robbie, fourth. It's like, sorry, James Robbie is seventh, 43 off the lead. Christopher Finley is eighth, 45 off the lead. Dwayne Priest, ninth, 67 off the lead, with Hamish Cleveland in tenth. 72 points off the lead. On Wednesday night, we would head to Texas Motor Speedway for the Xfinity Series for the Anscar Thunder. Chicagoland race winner Brenton Hobson would take pole position from Hamish Gallagher to lead off from the race. Lap 10 would see the night's first caution. Only the very back running cars would take the chance to top up with fuel as drivers conserve their tyre sets. Lap 14 would see a second caution due to a blown engine from an accidental shift from Mirko Dordanac. Lap 20 would see the race last caution free with a mix of drivers coming in to grab tyre and fuel. From here it was 95 laps of green flag running with one green flag stop needed to get home. Hamish Gallagher looked to be set to run away with this but a penalty on pit road would take him out of contention for the win. Most drivers would split the last green flag into a single stop however a few would try a double stopper. 
The highest finishing of those was Ryan Jones, managing a fourth place on the two-stop strategy. But it was Brenton Hobson taking the win, his second of the Xfinity series for the Thunder. Ruben Phelps managed to come home second with Luke Traher in third, Ryan Jones in fourth, Jaden Russell in fifth. The championship would see Hamish Gallagher still in the lead with Ruben Phelps in second, 17 points behind. Brenton West moving up to third, 30 points off the leader. Norman Clark in fourth, 40 points down. Troy Davidson, fifth, 53 points off the leader. Kay Donnelly in sixth, 58 points down. Dave Douglas in seventh, with Matt Hunter, 59 points off the leader. Trisha Finley in ninth, 62 points down. And Josh Micklemore, 65 points off the leader. Being an off week for the Cup Series, we did not have a race, but we will be back at the Knoxville Super Speedway for the Cup Series this week. We hope you can join us there on FGM Ecast, your e-place for pace. And of course, we thank Locked On iRacing for continuing to bring great coverage to the Australian iRacing scene. Thank you. And thanks for that, Carl. Uh, Anne's car doing great as always. Definitely go check them out on FGM Ecast, which I think we've got someone from that coming up soon in the interviews podcast as well. So check all it out. It is going really well over there. If you're interested, definitely go check up Anne's car on Facebook. You can join in the races there. Uh, the Weekend Warriors was uh, really something special as well. So let's move on to a new series we haven't covered it yet, but this is obviously we're getting into the trucks with the Aussie Online Gamers, but they've just finished their Porsche Cup Series, which uh, the new season, we have got a Locked On Racing car in, I believe, with uh, new recruit John McAvoy heading into the amateur section of their Porsche Cup Series. So looking forward to watching that a little bit more closely this season. But last season wrapped up with Dylan Burse, uh, number 68 in the Pro Series, uh, for Vendival Sim Racing, who was the pro champion for season three. Uh, he got two overall wins, um, Motegi and Neuburgring. Uh, he got uh, two race, w- uh, three overall race wins. Well done for that. Championship points in 2037. Uh, Matt Dumphy uh, was the amateur privateer 505 car. Uh, he was the amateur champion for season three, so he had four class round wins uh, and four, uh, sorry, six class race wins as well. So very well done there. To Matt, uh, Drop Bear Motorsport, who we were talking about before, Daniel and Corey teaming up there to take out the team's championship in the Porsche Cup. Uh, they, together they got three round wins um, and one race win. Uh, so well done there. Uh, and Corey himself... Uh, McFarlane got uh, the Pro-Am and overall champion. So one overall round win, three class wins, uh, one overall race win and four class race wins as well. So congratulations to Corey and everyone over there at Australian Online Gaming for what they put on this season. Now, heading from that into the Pro Truck Showdown... We have Justin Howe to run us through exactly what happened there, and we will come back to you in a sec. So here, take it away, Justin. And welcome, Justin Howe, to the podcast yet again. Pro Truck Showdown, run and one. Where were we tonight? Uh, round three, was it Bark River, the new dirt track uh, on iRacing? I did see the name Bark River come up, and I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that before. So it's a new one. How'd it go? Ah, sensational night of racing, as usual, with the Pro Truck Showdown. Um, yep. Proudly brought to you by Hot Toddy's Heating Installs and the Coffee Mugs Commander, uh, and also supported by you guys, which muchly appreciate it. Race one, okay. uh, uh, sorry, qualifying. We had yep. uh, Zach Blanche, Cooper Webster, and Brenton Hobson were the top three. Uh, Jesus, that's some names. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then we had uh, Cam Dance jump in. Uh, he was in oh, fourth wow. place. Uh, Ryan yep. Jones uh, was in the top five. Uh, well, wow. Then we. He's uh, good for one lap. That that young Ryan Jones. That's all he's good for. <laughs> yeah, he had a bit of a bit of a rough run <laughs> in twenty uh, first in the first race, I think. So. Uh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, had a tough run. But, uh, so how did that first race end up? Uh, the first race was, uh, yeah, just 
dirt dirt road is just insanely busy. You just don't stop working the wheel. Um, yep. We had a good race with uh, Zach Blanche and Brenton Hobson out the front. Uh, only two teams in the finish on that one. Uh, so first was uh, Zach Blanche. Brenton Hobson come home in second. Cooper Webster in third. Uh, Cam Dan's come home fourth. Uh, myself come home in fifth. Uh, Jordan Caruso, uh, he come home in sixth. Uh, then we had Hamish Kelsey, Tommy Heyman, Greg Favell and Hayden Veld were the top ten. Uh, some great racing in between there, uh, all those guys, um, even down to Dan Stevens at 17, uh, in position 17 with some really close battles down there. Uh, oh, then we move on to our reverse grid, which is uh, a reverse top seven, uh, yep. with uh, Hamish Kelsey taking a tight one out there uh, in this one, uh, with Brenton Hobson coming home in second. Jordan Caruso come home in third. Then yep. we had uh, Jack, uh, sorry Zach Blanche, uh, Tommy Heyman, yep. the uh, couple of dirt specialists there, and Cooper Webster and Jaden Russell. Then we move on to Cam Dance in eighth. Ninth was Dan Stevens and Harry Tompkins was in E10. Nice uh, work so all yes. in that ten. Yeah, great, great racing again. Um, and race three, the final. Uh, we had a, a massive run between uh, Zach Blanche, who took the win, uh, between Zach Blanche, Cam Dance, and Brenton Hobson. Uh, but then uh, Zach Blanche just absolutely streeted the field, uh, while Cam Dance, Brenton Hobson, and Cooper Webster were just dicing. Every single corner, there was a pass. It was amazing. It was awesome wow. to watch. Um, we had Dan Stevens come home in fifth place. Sixth place was Hamish Kelsey. Dean Lacey uh, with the um, Liquid Molly team there of Dan Stevens uh, come home in seven. Uh, Jordan Crusoe come home in eight. Ninth was Glenn Possilweight for Synergy Sim Racing. And Gregory yep. Fafell was the uh, top ten there. Excellent. What a star-studded field. Well done. And how did you go on the night? Well, um, had problems in the second race. My goggles uh, decided they didn't want to play anymore. Um, oh, no. And then the uh, so the boy actually come in and turned me light off on me. <laughs> so the goggles decided <laughs> I can't see. You're not racing. Um, oh, and, that's a shame. Yeah, in the final we uh, missed the start because I was um, busy looking at the tune setup that I'd put up which uh, I'd made a mistake there, but we always run the same tune, so that's yep. what it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, there Great you go. night of racing otherwise, and yep. uh, we're back to the black stuff for next week, so looking forward to that. Excellent. Looking forward to finding out what that is next Tuesday, what track we're going to. Uh, also, if you're interested in Pro Truck Showdown, where can they find it, mate? Uh, you can find it on Facebook, uh, obviously on at Pro Truck Showdown. Uh, also, there's a Discord that link that'll be there under the website. Uh, so go and have a look. And uh, also in the SimSpeed Discord as well, you'll be able to find some links as well if you uh, if you remember the SimSpeed SimSpeed Discord. Excellent. Thank you so much for that wrap up, Justin. And we'll probably talk to you next week. Have a good one, mate. You too. Thank you. Thank you for that, Justin. Uh, we look forward to hearing more about what happens in Pro Trucks next week. Uh, really, really good fun series. Go check that on Sim Speed. Go check that out on Sim Speed TV Network, uh, Esports Network, uh, on Tuesday nights. Really, really good fun. Uh, Brayden, you got a little bit to talk about for Backspans before we start wrapping this thing up? Yeah, just really quickly, uh, complete and utter chaos would be the word to describe <laughs> uh, Max Bant. So for those of you who don't know, they took the IR01. Uh, is that the one that they, the brand new Delara that came out a season or so ago? Yes, um, yes. Around a oval track at many, many, many kilometers per hour. Um, and it was just complete and utter chaos. Uh, there was, I reckon for the first... <laughs> 50 or 60 laps or something, I don't know, something insane. It was just like green flag, yellow flag, green flag, yellow flag, green flag, yellow flag. There was barely a, like a, a time where there was more than three or four laps of green racing uh, going on. It was literally the definition of a war of attrition. And that's exactly what Max Bantz is supposed to be. So um, it was it was good fun to watch. It 
might have been a bit more fun to watch if there was a few less yellows. <laughs> that would have been a little bit better. Um, but I do believe that I uh, heard Reese or, or Sperry or someone say that the next one is definitely not going to be an oval. So uh, look forward to the next Max Bance in uh, a few months' time. Definitely. Uh, so we've got a couple more to just quickly touch on here before we wrap it up. Uh, so uh, OSR Season 34 results are in. Well done to all those who battled it out for the season in the development series over there. Uh, Hayden Smythe got the uh, overall champion over there with Nicholas Loveridge in second and Roderick Hollis in third. So well done to that top three uh, and look forward to seeing what happens in season 35 as we go forward again. Over uh, Just uh, quickly, just over 152 different drivers throughout that series as well, oh, which is insane. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And I'm watching a bit of the pre-qualifying at the moment for this season and it's nuts how... How close is it? Look, it's V8 Scops on a, just a slightly lower level for those who aren't quite in V8 Scops level. It's just nuts. Um, so well done to all those who put that on. OSR doing a great job, obviously, with Apex Hunters and, and the um, development series as well. Uh, V8 Veterans also wrapped up on the weekend. Um, season 8 is full, ready to go with 80 drivers. So there'll be two wow. splits going on. With that, so but congratulations to Jamie McKnight who sort of uh, wrapped this up pretty well. Um, championship number six under his belt, which is a an awesome effort. Uh, Stephen Varga, as we mentioned a couple of times, had some pace. Um, he took the win over Gavin Cox coming home in a close second, uh, and Tim Nickel uh, taking out his first podium in the Vet Series uh, in the last race of the season. So. Well done to all those involved, and we look forward to seeing bigger and better stuff in in season eight, and all the emu cars that are emu racing cars that are going to be trying to take that one over as well. But as promised, we said we'd go out and get Jamie Skeller to talk about uh, tracks in Euro One. Uh, before we've done it, we've gone out and got him, so we're going to bring him in and have a bit of a chat to him now about uh, tracks in Euro One. So take it away, Jamie. And thank you, Jamie, for joining us tonight. Uh, tracks Enduro 1, run and done. How did it go, mate? It was great. Um, look, it was it was nice to get our first public event on the board. Uh, it was a, a sellout 40-seat grid in the space of about 48 hours, in fact. So uh, the reception was was really positive. Um, look, it was... It was was almost elitist in the end. There were some really, really high-profile drivers uh, participating. We had we had Nicholas Lorbish who won it. Um, he's he's a bit of an alien. Um, what's his I rating? It's six, seven thousand. We also had some some superstars out of Asia join unexpectedly. Again, five, six, seven thousand I rating. And so it wow. was it was pretty intense. Nicholas uh, or Nicholas, I think you pronounce it. Nicholas uh, Nicholas Lorbish won it. Um, which means he took home the $125 worth of Bitcoin in first place. He also got the additional 25 bucks because he, he beat his rival on the day. But the feedback's been really good. Um, obviously, we only had prizing for the podium uh, in terms of finishing places, but half the field uh, won money uh, by beating yeah. their rival. And uh, the yeah, it's been fantastic. People seem to, to really like the model. Um, Look, I personally didn't do so well. I thought I'd race in it, um, provide the guys, you know, a friendly voice in chat. I, uh, I managed to not set a qualifying, qualifying time at all <laughs> and started basically at the back of grid. Um, but out of 40 drivers, I still I still finished 23. So that's okay, right? Um, that's not too bad. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I'd be happy with that, to be honest. Um, so great success. Now, we mentioned in the news, you've got the Formula V one announced. How's that going? So that's coming up um, this weekend uh, in a few days. I don't know when this podcast episode will be out probably tonight. I imagine if it was anything like the last one. But yeah, we've got we've got like 12 seats left uh, in our Formula V event. So that's been selling out pretty fast as well. Um, and this is another single night event. So we're actually doing uh, Formula V, three tracks. Uh, so free car on iRacing, uh, three of the free tracks on iRacing. Um, and it'll all unfold within a two-hour period um, on Saturday night Australia's time, late Saturday night Australia's time. We've actually catered this time a little bit further towards Europeans uh, and the east coast of the US. Uh, so it'll be about 11 p.m., I think, 
for uh, for a few of us in the country. But we're we're pretty excited about that, um, just because of again, you know, it being new content to the service and has a lot of people excited. Um, but next month, we're looking forward to getting into the full swing, um, four week four race championship format where it's not just a single night um, and you'll be competing against your allocated rival according to a number of factors including um, I-rating comparison, lap time comparison in, in certain cars on certain laps, basically making sure that the person you are battling week to week and uh, attempting to finish ahead of is as closely matched as possible. So um, yeah, look, the team's, the team's feeling pretty psyched we're feeling positive we've we've just been quite humbled by the response really so where uh we, we think the next year is going to be really big and really fun now you've been doing some testing behind the scenes and obviously having the enduro uh run and and be successful what, what kind of things have you learned through a little bit of testing and and obviously running the first event oh all kinds of stuff i'm <laughs> Thank, thank fuck that we've that we've been doing this testing because there's been a whole bunch of teething issues uh, and look so me and me and Rod uh, Rod's the sort of lead engineer on the project building our UI um, you know we've we've worked together a few, across a few startups um, and we are you know probably two of the most evangelical people you could meet when it comes to, to talking about and advocating for real user testing um, getting uh, potential customers potential users into the nitty gritty and actually running them through and, and putting them through the paces and getting real feedback and uh, not just uh, making assumptions and not leaving it all up to um, automation and looking at plain boring data but literally getting feedback and having real people use the thing really uh, and it's been absolutely invaluable so everything from from race lengths through to the the gaps we need to build in before certain hosted sessions on our racing to uh, criteria about pricing and what makes sense for an enduro versus a four-week series uh, and so you know bringing the community into this process um, I think has really helped us a lot and it's made sure that so far we haven't had any embarrassing moments on the real <laughs> nights which I'm sure we will uh, because we're not perfect but so far it's it's almost been flawless it's been odd the wife the wife asked me so how's it all gone so far you know how have the how have the actual nights gone what's what's going on have there been any issues i'm like no there hasn't <laughs> uh which is a weird thing to say it's maybe maybe the first startup so to speak i've ever been involved in where we've kicked off and the the official nights the the you know the public nights when the when when people are, are looking at it critically and now getting involved practically from from an outsider's perspective have just gone well that was easy thanks and we're like yeah <laughs> No worries. My pleasure. <laughs> Gotta love that. Um, I, I really hate to cut you short, but we're already going way over. We've got lots of stuff coming up. But thank you so much, Jamie, for your time. Um, obviously, let lead people to the website tracks.rivals uh, to tracks.racing. Uh, tracks.racing. I yep. just looked at it a second ago. Tracks.racing <laughs> um, to, to get on that one for sure. Um, I'm having headset, headset issues, everyone, so yeah, enjoy. Um, so, yeah, Jamie, anything else you want to just quickly talk about or that's it? No, look, that's it. Thanks thanks for the checking, guys. Appreciate um, appreciate the hello. And, uh, look, we'll stay in touch and I'll let you know how things go into the future. Excellent. Thank you so much, Jamie. We'll talk to you next time. Have See a good guys. one. Bye. Ciao. Thanks for that, Jamie. You're an absolute legend. I look forward to seeing what happens in the V-Series that's coming up and all the other series that are going to be announced fairly soon. That is it. We've rushed through it at the end because we've got deadlines happening at this end. I'm really sorry for the, the bit of a rush stuff at the end, but we took uh, time getting in tonight and we're recording late. But let's wrap this little puppy up. This weekend, we've got Daniel Gray on the podcast, so check out that interview. It's going to be really good fun. Hopefully, we haven't recorded it yet, but hopefully it will be good fun. Look, Braden, mate, what have you got lined up and where can people get you, mate? Yeah, just uh, Aussie car this week, so that's the main... Main thing I'll be uh, focusing on, so looking forward to doing that. Watching a few different locked-on cars go around in a couple of different series. Looks like I've got a bit of uh, stuff to catch up on and watch, which is really good to see. But people can uh, catch any streaming that I do. I might do some hunting, might do some racing. Either way, I'll be hunting something, whether it's apexes or uh, or some kind of animal <laughs> on uh, uh, Call of the Wild. You haven't seen an apex in a long time. <clears throat> that is a good point. But you can uh, find all that content over at twitch.tv slash the one Wade. Uh, shout out to anyone who dropped in. I had uh, probably one of my best streams on the weekend. There was about you know 11 people hanging out. So that was pretty cool to see. So feel free to 
jump in and have a chat. Um, and if you want to hear me, probably once again crying or whinging or desperately upset about my <laughs> disgraceful football team, feel free to come hit me up on Twitter at Braden Talks. Definitely go do that. You can find me at Locked On Lads on Twitch, hopefully doing some day streams coming up, hopefully streaming the V's and the Skips officials uh, and a bit of practice for Aussie Car. Uh, check us out on Locked On Lads on Facebook. And like I keep on saying, LockedOnLads.com slash Discord or in the show notes, get into the Discord. We're almost at 200 people now. Extremely active, good fun, and always great support. So definitely go and do that. Like I mentioned before, Locked On Lads, YT on YouTube. We start to get a little bit of content dropping up on there at the moment, and hopefully the podcast will start going up on there soon. Don't hold me to that, but that's the plan. <laughs> Thank you for everyone who's been listening. Thank you to all those people who've been reviewing and subscribing. You are absolute legends. Thank you for all the feedback we're getting too through uh, all the different ways through Facebook or through the Discord. That's really good and really helping us get along. Look forward to some bringing some even bigger stuff to you in the future. Keep an eye out for that in the in the very near future. And thank you, everyone, and keep racing. See you next week. Bye. Drive safe, drive fast.